You're listening to Swinging Down Under, a podcast about a swinging, non-monogamous lifestyle. From two crazy Australians with over four years of lifestyle antics to keep you entertained, informed, angry, happy and horny. Join our international swinging adventures. Right, g'day everyone and welcome to episode 102 of the Swinging Down Under podcast. We are Do you joined... know what the star date is, mate? Do you know what a star date is? He doesn't know what the star date is. That's all right. Dark date. Neither do I. Star date. Yeah, it's star okay. date. It's a Star Trek thing. Don't worry. I don't really... Your music that you play before we start talking. <laughs> <laughs> no. Well, close enough. Maybe we can incorporate it. Hey, uh, we are joined by Nate, uh, all the way from Australia, here in Singapore, in our studio? Fuck yeah, I did that. the studio. It's that's a, dedi- a fucking it's a dedicated stretch. room. <laughs> that Just is a stretch. Just a fluffy thing. <laughs> All right. You seem a little tense over there, dude. Like you, you know. Well, when I was hoping we, when we're going to do this, I was going, you know, have a bit to drink, but. <laughs> oh fuck yeah, we haven't. I, I we mean, can, it's, we only, can, it's at ten a.m. We haven't had anything to drink. We yeah. can get you a drink. You want one? We can pause this and go get one. Oh, I think we should. All right. Hey, we'll be right back. Um, <laughs> actually, let me let me intro the episode. So this is the episode. We're going to title this one "Gay Best Friend." Uh, Nate is with Jay, and they're based out of uh, Brisbane, Australia. We're going to interview him about our relationship, about coming out, about being non-monogamous, about gay stigma, and uh, much more. And then we're going to hear a gay stigma. I didn't know that was on the oh, list. Oh, it's happening. This is why. I, this is why I should never get a brief because halfway through, some random shit pops up that I've got no idea. And about. at the end, a delightful uh, story. A, a delight tale by Nate about uh, going to a local strippers club. So we're going to go make a drink and then we're going to come right back and we're going to talk about all those things and more. Is this where the ads come on? This is the ad break, yeah. Okay. What are we selling? Oh, anal lube sponsored by Swinging Down Under Podcast. We have anal lube now? Don't you just use dishwashing liquid? No? I thought it was danker rub or like... No, anal lube's terrible. It just, it's too thick and it gets too sticky. Just there stay with normal stuff. See? Stick with the normal stuff. There you go. So you've got anal... Now we've got a, a whole bunch of product we can't sell. Because mm-hmm. you've just... Because the person we brought on just destroyed your branding. That's all right. Okay. <laughs> We're getting a drink. We'll be right back. So back. Nate, what are you drinking? JD and Coke. Okay, there you go. JD and Coke. There you go. Bourbon. It tastes disgusting. I don't know what you're doing with it. Hang on. So I'm drinking scotch and coke. How, how are you doing over there with that? Actually, they're both disgusting. So I feel like she's the one in the room who has Equal the problem levels. here. Equal levels oh, of uh, okay. problems. So, I mean... You're drinking, like, peach vodka? Yeah, I mean, you're drinking peach vodka. You, yeah. I mean, you might as well just drop a vagi- strap a vagina to the outside of the glass. <laughs> I don't know. It might mess up the pH levels, and then we all know how that no, goes yeah, down. Absolutely. Too sugary. Mm-hmm. Good point. Good point. Uh, so, Nate... You are with Jay. How long have you guys been together for? Uh, six and a half years. Six and a half. And where'd you meet? Um, we met on Grinder. Ooh. And was his first message or second message to you about anal fisting like the recent guy in Phuket or different? Was a bit more loving? A little bit more loving, yeah. It wasn't <laughs> like, hi, how are you? Do you like to fist me? No. It was nothing like that. Um, I actually dropped my That's girlfriend off at the <laughs> airport and... Uh, got in the car and I was heading back because I had to drive her up the Gold Coast airport so I had to drive back to Brisbane and there was a car accident on the highway so I was sitting there and I thought oh well she's out of the country I might have a little boy time and uh, downloaded Grinder, and there was uh, his profile so I sent him a message and a few days of chatting and then I got absolutely drunk on the Saturday night and went back down to the Gold Coast to get some beach and sun and I invited him to come down and meet me and then a big storm come through and we ended up at the surf club and few little knee rubs and hand touches and before you know it blowjobs in the car park <laughs> no it wasn't going like that so and then i invited him to my place in brisbane and then he come and never left yeah i was gonna say because you basically have been living together for a long time right really yeah so when my girlfriend got back from overseas that was like a bit of a problem and a little bit yeah i can imagine so yeah and uh so i had to sort that out and then we were apart for oh well see Seeing each other, and then uh, six months, mm-hmm. then he moved in, and then you haven't been together ever since. And you had a very special, a very special moment recently. Yes, we did. We got married. You got married yes. in in Brisbane. So what a, Woo. I know, what a yeah, tremendous, tremendously exciting uh, message that I received from you. Yep. Hi, by the way, I'm married. Yeah, hi, by the way. <laughs> well, it's definitely, probably one of the best days of my life so far. 
definitely was one of the best nights of my life. Oh, awesome. So we're going we're gonna to share a little bit about uh, your history with Jay, a little bit about our history together being friends. Uh, do you actually know how long we've been friends for right now? Because I have no idea. And if you've 23 got... 23 years. 23 years. Yeah. Yep, I'm just gonna, I'm just gonna let that. That's, that's how old you're gonna feel. I'm just gonna take a sip of my drink now. Holy shit! So we shit. met each other when we were like two. Nah. Fuck. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. We were. We were. We were actually still semen. Yeah. Yeah. Now. We're in the womb. <laughs> Holy shit! I'm still reeling from that. Twenty-three. I don't even want to talk about that anymore. Let's move on. I um, do. Um, so, I don't yeah, at all. Twenty-three years. So uh, how long have you known each other for? Twenty-three years. How old were you when you met? Because you you were younger than yeah, you were younger than Kate as well. Younger, so, yeah. we're, in, we're we're actually we weren't even a glimmer in our dad's eye at that point. That's yeah. how that. That's no, how I'm right. That's right. We weren't. It's, yeah. This is hilarious. I, I, actually, I can't remember. We'll have to work out the. Wasn't it when you were like eighteen? Because you, is it, no. was it before then? No, no, we used to ride the bus together. I would have been oh, ten. Okay. We used to ride the bus together to school. Yeah, I'm 33. 23. Yeah, 10. Oh, you were just, oh, you were just winding me up because yeah, you know absolutely. it's early. It was fucking asshole. I was, yeah, no. I don't was, like it. I would have been 10. I don't like it at Case all. Case just got a fairly significant problem with her age at the moment, so it was me just too, a bit of, bit of fun. Feel you. I feel you. We did have a bit of a moment the other night. Okay. Oh, did you? Was there hugging and tears? There, there was. There was, yeah. <laughs> really? Yeah. I'm like, okay, it's time to get weird now. Go home. Go <laughs> 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 section. Oh, so funny. Um, all right, so let's talk about your coming out story. So you, you just mentioned a second ago that you used to have a girlfriend. So for a large part of your life, you were with females, with yes. ladies. Yeah, I was uh, 26. So I had been with guys before that, but it was just you know, a bit of fun. It was nothing any serious. I could never see myself with a guy because it's just not what I suppose was ingrained into me mm-hmm. growing up, and I assumed that... You know, I was going to have a wife and a heap of kids and... Pick a fence and... Pick a fence, Labrador, Ford, Ford in the driveway. Yeah, you know, Ford station wagon. Yeah. <laughs> Good <laughs> Lord. Now, now, Daryl, you've known Nate it's also just, now. It's just the same. The only difference right now for Nate... It's a P instead of a V. It's a P instead of a V. That's no, the no only children. No oh, children. How many dogs do they have? Fur yeah, that's what I was about two. to say. Yeah. Two. Yeah, the only difference in the children is that they're furry. Yeah, they yeah. are. A little bit more hairy. Yeah. You've known... so much. I miss them. <laughs> you missed your dogs, I know. Daryl, you've known Nate now for as long as we've been together, for 11 years. Yep. And, a little longer, actually. Yeah, and so you've seen this You've seen this change and you've been there as well. Like, when you first met Nate and he was... I'm going to tell a little funny shagging story. Shagging the pants. Shagging the pants off of a lot of women... Yeah, absolutely. It was like shagging. You, you, at a point there, you were shagging like two two ladies a weekend, maybe yeah. even more. Yeah, yeah. You you were. I feel like you were trying to fill a hole. It was it definitely. Well, maybe. I think it's. So you've you've known Nate as well and known us together, and yep. then equally from your perspective, like when you met him, he was with women. When he, when you met him as well, we were monogamous, and a lot's fucking changed, right? Hang What's on. that like when, from your when perspective? When I met Nate, it was long before. Yeah, you were just, we weren't even. We were friends. Yeah, we were friends. We were friends. Yeah. friends at the time because we yeah. used to come down and visit you. Absolutely. Yeah, no, true. it was a long time before, maybe three years before, two years at least. I think I, I'd met met him. So, um, well, let's talk. Let's talk coming out stories. But the reason I want to go to you first, Daryl, is because of the fact that you weren't involved in Nathan and I coming out to each other at, directly at that moment. We, you know, I told you later. And so I'm just curious about what your thoughts are about the, oh, the, the, the difference. The, the lack com- of involvement? The com- well, yeah, the, that as well. Um, you know, having a conversation with me, then later talking to, to Nate about it. You know, what your... Well, I mean, I, I have to say, if we're stepping back into the coming out stories, the biggest surprise for me was, was definitely Nate because he's the most heterosexual gay man I've ever met and in my you're life. And not the first the told. <laughs> I mean, it's... Yeah. As, as, so as me, me and Jay, when we, we actually had someone come over recently and all he kept saying was, is, is he gay? Are you like... You know, and I'm like, yes, mate, you'll find out. <laughs> yeah, yeah. What, do I have to suck yeah, a dick like, in yeah, front of you? Right, yeah, Jesus. Right. Yeah, yeah. Was like, uh, so, um, no, I think uh, it was... I was, I suppose I was a little surprised, but then not surprised once I thought into it about... When you came out, it was kind of a surprise, but then I went, oh, that kind of explains why the weekends were always so, so vigorous when you were, you know, when you were younger in terms of chasing ladies. So it kind of was and wasn't, but I, I had no issue with you. I don't have an issue with you telling anyone. In fact, there's still, 
a group of friends out there that you haven't told that I think uh, one there's only one couple that I haven't told that probably that probably should have that have that privilege to understand and and that's I mean obviously it's got to come up in conversation because I don't ever walk into a room and you know just announce to everyone that I'm a swinger yeah, but um, I don't walk into a room and go, hi, I'm Nate and I'm gay. You know, I know. It's I it's just hilarious that people think that you should do that. So that's not what I'm saying. But certainly I think, well, I mean, if you look at what the, the male of that couple, all of his friends, he's he had six close mates he went to school with. We're all, you know, they're all blood red males, blood red Australian males and, you know, tough and... All of them are now uh, have uh, well. Three of them are married to to men, and and the other four are openly gay. So he's the only person in his group that hasn't decided that he's you know or hasn't. Um, um, That's living more of a heteronormative yeah yeah type. Well said because I was struggling for the words there. Yeah. So yeah, the, the, so it's interesting that I think he he just go. I don't give a fuck. Why, why are you even telling? Yeah, me? and look, he might. My my concern is with her. So my good girlfriend, who yes, we haven't we haven't told. I don't know whether I will. I mean, maybe you know, Nate. We can we can speak a little bit more about that. Just how is it being on the receiving end? But I mean, from your perspective, Daryl. Ha, huh. Poor choice of words. But Sorry. Um, you well, know, decided to get home. No. <laughs> <laughs> was I'm there, sure Jay's happy to have yeah. you. Well. Was there any, you know, was there shock involved? Was there concern? Was there no, excitement? Was there just nothing? And hey, no, it's not just at a, all. It was just a. It's I mean, another conversation. I would, have, I would have assumed that it was just a conversation. I'm expecting that there that there may have been the, you know, some emotion involved in it from you and Nate. But I would have ex- would have thought that it, you've known him long enough now that I'm not sure there's much Kate could do right now, or, or something she could tell you that would. That would destroy the friendship. It'd have to be something fairly fucking full on, I would think. Yeah, I'm sitting here trying to think of something. Yeah, I know. I mean, it's it's. So I, I didn't think it'd be an issue. You yeah. know, there's there's a few friends in life that you hang on to forever, and whether you speak to them every week or every month, or you know, even you might only catch them once every six months or something like that. There's a few friends in life that you never that never go away, and I think that's certainly what. Nate is for you, and I'm I'm assuming that's yeah, what that, Kate is for you as well. And you, you so. just got back from visiting Brisbane, like literally last night at midnight, yep. Daryl. And I think the person that you um, just visited yeah, fits into that. You fit into that mold too. Thirteen years. So just FYI, I knew you before I knew him. So yes. thirteen years we've yeah. known each other. Yeah. Um, and I knew you for probably a year or two before that. Yeah, but it's the same thing with you guys. Like you might not talk all the yeah, time. Yeah, no, we don't talk up. all the time, but. Every time we do catch up, it's like nothing's changed. Yeah, except except we've gotten older. <laughs> yeah. All right. I'm gonna go. I'm gonna go to you, Nate. Um, yeah. I rem- I remember the exact moment that we technically came out to each other, or did. I came remember out, how fucking terrified Kate was before she told you. That was the funniest part of it. And and uh, I remember where I was. I remember exactly what happened, the whole bit. And I'm just curious if you remember as well. So I don't remember coming out to you, but I remember you coming out to me and exactly where I was, what I was doing and everything like that. So I can't remember when I told you. Same conversation. Was it the same conversation? Yep, exactly. That's probably why it's really stuck in. Yeah. Yeah, it was the same. So basically we came out to each other on the exact same phone call and I was in Sydney, I was in my office and I went downstairs and I was near the coffee shop and I walked outside and I remember you telling me, I need to tell you something, I'm in love with, I'm in love with this guy, his name's Jay, this is what's going on and, and everything else. And I said, I think I was trying to make you feel like it was okay. And so I was like, that's fine, I'm a swinger, it's all good. And we have a podcast and we do this and we do that. <laughs> <laughs> like there's any comparison between the two of them, that's the funny thing. There's right? not, but I felt the need to no, say... No, 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 it's just, it's just there's... You know, it's just we're both now fringe fringe dwellers somewhat, right? I mean, certainly I think um, I think homosexual gay relationships are a lot more accepted now than what uh, swingers are as a general rule. Depends on the country. But Depends yeah. on the country. It does. It does, absolutely. But I think even, you know, we look at a place like Singapore. Has there been any opportunity for you to find men in Singapore? No. 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 <laughs> Not at all. No, he well, says whilst nodding his head. Well, look, I did, I did go out and yeah. I did, you know, there was there was sort of like no touching or anything like that and then it's sort of like, you know, hit two o'clock and it's like I got Asian groped and groped. <laughs> mm-hmm. It was like everyone that was walking around was like, oh, I need to touch that. And I thought, okay, yeah, this is lovely. I might go home now. Yeah, yeah. So, I mean, but it's funny because, you know, you know and we all know and probably all of our listeners know at this point that a gay relationship's illegal in this country, but there's still plenty of places that you yeah, can achieve Yeah, and it was actually quite that. a good 
club. Yeah. Yeah, I would. I thought it was really good. And, and it's like it one really of nice four here. or something. Yeah, there's like yeah. four all next to each other. And it's yeah. like, I was looking at my credit card statement and it was like, here and then here and then here and then here. And I'm like, I don't remember leaving a certain place, but it, it's, it, they're all next to each other and just walk from side so to side. So the same, the reason I bring that up is because the same can't be said for swingers. We're still not as accepted, I think. In but I think ways. there's a reason behind that too. I mean, we just finished up. We're still sort of in the in the crux of uh, Pride, Pride, Pride Month at the yeah. moment, you know. And I think there is a big difference because people have fought for the rights to yep. be who they oh, are. Oh, no, absolutely. You know? yeah. and I, so, so, yes, to your point, Daryl, really there was really no comparison, no need for me to turn around and go, well, I'm a swinger, to try and... Um, no, no, that's not what I... That's no, 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 I but you're saying. right. But yeah. from my mind, I was trying to fi- no, give something away, yeah. No, that's not why I was saying it, though. I was saying it because I think um, th- there's a, still a distinct difference between the two in terms of um, the potential outward perception. Because even, you know, being, I think... a. Uh, uh, either a hetero couple or a gay couple who then says, well, we're in an open relationship, um, I think there's still some there's some additional stigma applied to that. Well, we're going we're to talk about that too because I've got some articles that I, that I want to okay. cite. Um, but N- Nate... Nate hasn't said anything yet. I know. I'll keep interrupting. Nate, where, what, where were you? What was happening? What did you think? Did you know it? Were you, were you thinking about it? How would you feel? With, with, with me sharing my story with you and then did you I feel understand. nervous sharing your story with me, if you remember? Yes, I do. And I was going to say before... There's only been like a few times that I've been really, really nervous about telling certain people and I think it's because you're so close to them and you don't want this to impact the friendship that you've got. So that's something I can tell you like you know, on less than one hand, the people that I was really, really nervous to tell and Kate was one of them. And then I must be honest, when you told me that you're a swinger, I didn't really know what that was. Mm-hmm. Like I really wasn't, I suppose I was very naive in that I didn't realise, you know, married people sort of did that so I was just the dirty ones yeah so I had to sort of <laughs> maybe google or check out and really think what it was and I didn't understand what it was like and how you were what swinging meant for you if you know what I mean like is it was it just something that you'd get a girl in every now and again was it something like you know I didn't know exactly yeah. what what you meant by hi I'm, I'm a swinger yeah you know so I'm like well what what does this mean so like you know how far into the and I didn't realise it was a lifestyle. That was something new that I've learned from the podcast and listening and what the conversations we've had. So it's been a big learning curve for us and then sort of obviously how far into the lifestyle you go. Yeah. And so you were, so you were nervous to tell me. I think, honestly, I, I, I do think that there is... It's funny because I think when you get closer to people, like we'll go out in the street and you're happy to tell random people, right? I mean, we met somebody the other night and I was like, hey, and we, we sat there and we, we were joking. There was a, this guy that came and sat down. We just got back from uh, Phuket, by the way, um, in Thailand. Guy came and sat at our table and he was um, he just had a, a blue with his girlfriend. Uh, he was having some problems and he said, you know, oh, she knew that we were out. And I said, it's all right, buddy. He's gay and I'm a swinger. Like, you're, you couldn't be at a table f- full of people that were so different and diverse. But I think there's, it's easier. What is it when you're in clubs in I other don't countries? Know. You can't help but tell people that you're a swinger. Even people that you work with. Like you're I don't sitting know. there with a guy and you tell him that you're, you're a swinger, which is interesting. Yeah, I think that, again, I, I think that you, it's easier to fob off somebody who has a problem with that. You say to somebody, hey, I'm, I'm, I'm gay or I'm a lesbian or I'm bisexual or I'm a swinger or I'm whatever, I'm pansexual. And if that person, that random person says, oh, I don't like that or that's disgusting or whatever, I think it's easier to fob that person off and say, well, you don't mean anything. Versus a, somebody in your country. No, no, no. I'm just saying versus somebody who... Out of six million who, people that live, in this, saying live versus, on this island, how many of them do you think you'll run into again? I'm saying versus the people that you care about. Yeah, yeah, of course. Yeah, no, absolutely. That's no doubt at all. I'm just talking about why you feel the need to tell random strangers in every other country when you're travelling and drinking that you're a swinger. It's like, you know, we said before, you don't walk into a room and yell that out. But, I, I mean, it gets pretty close to that for you. Well, I think sometimes this is kind of nice to be feel like you can be yourself with no judgment. So maybe don't do it in a country where it's illegal, like Thailand. Maybe <laughs> <Okay. laughs> <Happy laughs> don't do that. Do it in a country where it's not illegal, like Singapore or Australia. But you get to Thailand, you're like, yeah, look at me, I'm a swinger, I'm in an open relationship. It, how could swinging be possibly legal in Phuket? It's considered uh, adultery, my friend. So yeah, if, if the... I didn't realise there was any morals in Phuket. Trust <laughs> 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 me, I found them. <laughs> um, yes... Yes, um, it is 100% not allowed in Thailand for, for people to, to 
exchange in So there's probably my explain why I admit maybe had the story because I was wearing a wedding ring. Sorry, what was that? Because I was wearing a wedding ring. Remember what I told you before about my one and truly and only valued... Nate has a theory that um, he was wearing his wedding ring to Jay and that may have caused the other person concern. I think it does. Looking back, I think it caused a lot of people over there concern because they, they kept asking about it. Really? Well, mm. I think I think probably too. I mean, if there is a stigma and, and historical representation of married people going to certain countries around the world where they do engage in brothels and sex well, work uh, yeah. and and then it, it is done without the knowledge of the other partner. So, I mean, if that's your norm, then having somebody walking in with a wedding ring and saying, no, 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 Jay's aware. I can show you the text well, messages. He's, he knows what's going on. Keep in mind, keep in mind that it, it's, it's not... It's not illegal in, in Thailand, but it's certainly not legal. It's kind of decriminalised would be the best place, place, way to say it. To be a gay male. To be a gay male. To be a gay male. Married, gay marriage is still not allowed. That's still not a thing. So I think they possibly just assumed that you were married to a woman and then wondered whether you were just, you know, while you're in Thailand having some fun. Okay. Yeah. Maybe. But anyway, All right, we'll let's, never know. Let's talk about the perception of gay men being non-monogamous. So, Nate, you, you and Jay, when we first, when you first started seeing each other, you were monogamous for a very long time, yeah, and five I remember years, about five years, five years. So, same, sort of similar to us. Then we were monogamous for five years, right? Looking back, you, t- I remember you telling me one time that all of your other gay friends weren't monogamous you know and you were telling me that a lot of them you know you go out and a lot of them just have a bit of fun and whatever i mean what was that like for you being in a monogamous relationship and then kind of having that complete opposite influence around you where everybody else isn't did you feel pressure did you feel did anybody ever ask you like why aren't you because i suppose the whole non-monogamy thing really wasn't my idea in the relationship neither so it didn't really even crossed my mind, like, don't get me wrong, there'd be people that I'd walk past or see or hang out with and be like, oh, yeah, you know, I could definitely go there and whatnot. But when, like, to where we are now and how we got here, I think it was definitely more influenced by Jay. So even being surrounded by non-monogamy, I think there was definitely a part of me that was sort of thought, oh, yeah, that would be fun, but it wasn't something that I desired. Mm-hmm. But in saying that, now we've sort of opened up the, the can. I'm probably now more... Slutty, is that the word you're looking for? Yeah, slutty. Slutty's a a good word in this house, by the way. I'm more wanting to get my slutty on than what Jay is. Jay's like, no, let's just, it's this and that was fun, but we don't need to do it every minute of the day where I'm like, we just need more. (laughs) (laughs) You know, so he he started this. (laughs) Now he's got to deal with the consequences. That's good though. So basically, in your community though, having friends that were all gay and and non monogamous, you didn't. They never pressured you. And they never asked why you were monogamous or anything like that. You no, didn't have I think anybody. Quite respectful. Okay. Yeah, I wouldn't say that there's been anyone that hasn't been like respectful when we've been out and stuff like that. We just go no. Like we you know, me and Jay have been out in clubs and stuff, and guys would come over and want to dance with us and tell us like you know we're, we're like. A, power couple and give us all these compliments and all this sort of stuff and want to come home and we're just like nah and they're pretty good about it like yeah it wasn't that's good i like it consent respectful it's yeah. good so i actually did an instagram poll and i asked a question and i said do you think that there is a perception that gay men are non-monogamous and 75 percent of people said yes when looking at gay relationships they absolutely think that all gay relationships 75 percent are non-monogamous i thought that was really interesting because if you ask that same question for a heterosexual couple i don't think you would get that answer at all i think it'd be very much flipped maybe 15 20 yeah that is uh well i mean did you put a caveat on there consensually non-monogamous jay and i know other gay couples that have been together for 10 15 years completely monogamous mm-hmm. and they swear black and blue that they've never done anything never desired to do anything Completely monogamous. And that's why I said that I said I use the word perception in that poll for a very particular reason because I think the outside world looks in at heteronormative relationships and they say, Oh, monogamy. And I think that that also applies to gay men and, and then people look into that and there's a perception well, of non monogamy. Did, 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 I'm curious, did you extend that to include um, 
uh, gay females, so lesbian lesbian couples. No, I said I said gay men. I'd be really interested in seeing what the the differential and the answer is there because let's be fair, men men are typically presumed to be more sexual than women. Bullshit. No. I I agree with that one hundred percent. You no, look no, no, at no, you look at okay. Here's it's here's a perception. Me. It's perception. Your it's husband not, cheats on you, and what does he do? It he can't help it. Like there is no version of that where. Hang on, I wasn't talking about that at all. No, I'm, but I'm just saying, like that's what I'm saying about men men being more just sexually driven. You know, I think there is a perception I'm out sure there. My my take on this is, men can have sex with no feelings. And I find that well, a lot men, a lot more men can have sex without feelings, without the emotion, without attached any to it. emotion to it whatsoever. And I think females do need a bit of emotion. And I see that. What's us, the only female in the room? What do you think? I don't know, and Penny. Where are you at? <laughs> so no, I think I think well, men have been we've been allowed to be more sexual for a lot longer than women. It's, you know, that's that's what I think is the. It comes back to the social programming, right? Men have always been allowed to be studs, but women have always been, you know, the negative term of slut if they do anything more than than, you know. Certainly, I think that's changing now well, as people get as people become a little bit more open minded. Look at us at school. If a girl had sex with one or two guys, she was a total slut. Total slut. Yeah. And then if a guy did that, had sex with three or four women. Total legend. Based on, yeah. So I think there's a there's a uh, there's a a social programming part to that as well that we've all been brought up. The men have been brought up typically. I mean, I was never told not to have sex. I was always just told make sure you don't get them pregnant. Yeah. Right. Mm. (laughs) Whereas whereas I think the opposite. And again, mansplaining women's sexuality here. So I think for the majority of women, it's still you know stay. Stay safe, don't have sex. Uh, their parents seem to, in my experience, their parents seem to be throwing that out. Was that your experience, Kate, given that you were the only one in the room with a vagina? I, I, wasn't, I, I wasn't allowed to wear a skirt. Uh, I remember I got my first skirt. I don't know whether you remember this, This might Nate. have been a lead-up. <laughs> you may actually even remember this. I, I, I never used to wear, like, skirts or anything. When no. I because I wasn't allowed to. I remember I got my first skirt when I was about 16 years old, and yeah. I was going through my goth stage, Yeah. and that was it. So, I mean, and then but, you're wearing a skin tight uh, shortcut dress I with no underwear. That's a massive change in you because, because, um, because you, I think when you sort of skirts, moved to Sydney, yeah, and then I come down and seen you in Sydney, and then I was like, I, you were like, you got your boobs out, boobs out, <laughs> the girls out, you're wearing this like nice little dress with this leather jacket over the top, and I was like, with some heels, I was like, who is this person? Like, you know, the bright blonde hair, and then, like, and I was like, Hang on a minute. This is not sort of the Kate that I remember from many, many years ago. Like you know. Yeah, honestly, because growing up, you know, from my mum's perspective, sluts wore skirts. Didn't matter if you were even engaged in sexual activity, but if you were wearing a skirt, you're a slut because you're trying to be provocative. You're trying to get the attention of guys. I mean, we've gone a bit off topic, but I mean, yes, I think there is a definitely a difference between sexuality and how you're raised that then opens up. Yeah, so that's why I think I'd be interested in the the response percentage rate if we did a, the same question for lesbian couples as to whether there's a perception of the same. And I would I would hesitate a guess, hazard a guess, sorry, that there would be a a very big difference in that response rate. All right. Well, how about how about we do this? How about we try to get Tiff and Rachel from the Sapphic Swingers podcast on here, right? Yep. Lesbian couple. We can ask the same questions on Instagram. We can interview them. We can see what the differences are. Blip, blip, blop. Job blip, done. Blop, done. Uh, I'm just, by the way, Tiff and Rach, if you're listening, you're now coming on our podcast. Thanks yeah, for that. So you've already agreed to that. Um, but look, what I, <laughs> what I did do, though, looking, looking into this a little bit, Nate, is um, I was curious about that. 75% of most people saying that perception of gay men are um, non-monogamous. I started Googling. Right, because that's what I do. And I found one article that's from Tom Brewer Therapy from 2019, so about a year old, and it says, Understanding the Monogamy Spectrum in Gay Relationships. The opening paragraph says, A beautiful thing about the LGBTQI relationships is that we don't have to blindly follow heteronormative coupling constructs. We can create relationships that work for us and have a spectrum of whatever we choose to be, monogamy to non-monogamy and everything else. And I thought that was really interesting because you don't see many articles that talk about you choosing your relationship for again, they're saying they don't have these uh, heteronormative constructs. Mm. I thought it was I'm interesting. I'm curious whether the inability to marry may have helped help that along as Possibly. well. Possibly, right? you know, historically, that, yeah. Yeah, because I mean, historically, even up until last year, I think it was. Oh, but you're probably going to get some really bad beat up on that hate mail. If I'm going to say this, like I didn't even want 
the gay marriage. Yeah. Even though like I'm married now. Um, okay. How do I put it? I wanted us to do something a little on our own. Yep. Be be different. Not call it marriage. I come up with my own world word, and I said I called it item nuptial, which means like same love. Yep. Right. So I'm not getting married. I'm getting item nuptial. Right. Because I wanted um, people that are gay to do our own thing, and it's not stand there like and copy what. What is expected thing. of the yeah, what, heterosexual what world. Yeah. But look, you know, we really, really rallied for it in Australia. Um, I did become a part of it, and you know, because so many of our friends really wanted to do it. Uh, me and Jay always spoke about getting married, but we didn't want to get married. So um, I'm, I'm absolutely stoked now, and so lucky that you know Australia has allowed it. And, but you're all the moral along lines. You wanted to forge your own path, kind of thing. Yeah, and just, and, yeah I get it. And, and the way that we got married, we didn't do the typical marriage neither. Mm-hmm. And that's what I said. I said, if we're going to do this, I'm not doing, you know, inviting everyone around to do this, and you know, have the person stand there and say all this stuff, and like, you know, or like all the other heterosexual weddings I've been to. I was like, no, we are not doing it like that. Yep. Not, I don't want to do it like that. I, I don't think there's anything wrong with wanting your own thing. I, I think that's perfectly acceptable. Yeah, absolutely. I think right. the, the, the title marriage is something that, that I still struggle with in terms of whether it's heterosexual, gay, gay relationship. It really doesn't matter. I think the word marriage these days is um, entwined with the legal phraseology that means to effectively become a couple, a, a long-term couple that has the same rights and privileges as, as a married couple. You know that, So I, I always, for me, it's always been, well, marriage is... I've always found the word marriage tied to the religious marriage, yes, like a marriage ceremony yeah. where you go yeah. to a church and you stand in front of a priest. Whereas the majority of weddings now in Australia are not done that no. way. Most of them are in a park, at a beach, at your favourite vineyard, for example, for us. You know, you, yeah. go, you go to locations where you have a, a natural holding. Yeah. Um, and for me that I didn't see why the word marriage needed to be involved in anything I mean it's certainly marriage is not what we were we 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 just went and had a we had a wedding which yeah. gave us effectively the legal right of being a couple well I remember about five years ago you said no it's a, it's a commitment ceremony yeah it is it's a commitment yeah. ceremony well, I think I didn't it's like all that word either. yeah so I was like, no no which is fair I mean I, I, I don't think that's a very pretty way to describe it it's a pretty ugly way yeah. like a commitment ceremony sounds pretty ugly so yeah put it yeah. out there is there any new words mine was I damn nuptial let's put it out there we need I'm nuptial what, what was it called I damn nuptial I them I them Okay. Idem. Idem natural. Natural. Gotcha. It's like Spanish for same love or I mixed two words or something. Like it. I can't remember. I was a little drunk and I come up with that. (laughs) Perfect. So, okay, uh, just real quick, and I'm going to put some links to these in the podcast uh, study. I don't know why I said study then. Oh, because the first word here is study. I'm going to put the links in the podcast notes, but another one from January 2019. This one is titled Study Reveals Gay Communities uh, Nichest Kink Monogamy. And that's a really interesting read talking about, again, it's talking about the fact that almost being monogamous is very rare in, in, that, in the community. And, and there, is there a stigma against that? So Can I, I ask, that... have these been written by heterosexual white men? No, these are written by gay people, most of them, actually. Really? Yeah. Okay. One of them's in the Huffington Post and it said gay men should do whatever they want in relationships. Fair so call. Should, so should hetero. So should anybody. People. Thanks, Mark. Yeah. That, that Mark's a bit of a captain obvious right there, but anyway. Yeah. Um, <laughs> Good title. Well, and man. then another one also from Mark. So he wrote two for the Huffington Post. And this one says, are gay men scared of monogamy? So I'll this share those. interesting. I mean, we're using Huff Post as a citation for our podcast. No, I really, I really liked Mark's writing. That's why I brought them in. I was going to say because it's a bit terrifying because HuffPost isn't exactly right up there in terms of the, um, you know, the level, the, the level of journalism excellence. I wouldn't <laughs> think. <laughs> I mean, it's not. As... Sorry, Mark, if you're listening, which I'm assuming you're not, because it's <laughs> our is... 2019. <laughs> right. All right, let's, so let's move on from the perception and the stigma associated with that. Let's talk about um, being more sexually open. Daryl, do you think... Ask him. No, He's I'm, the guest. No, but I'm, I want to see your opinion first so then I can flip over to him. Okay. Do you think that, there, again, it's a, whether it's a perception, whether it's right or whether it's wrong, do you think that gay men are more sexually open, sexually adventurous? Yes, no. Well, that's a, that is a question that I do need to ponder for a second because I don't, I don't know that uh, in my experience with gay men, and it is somewhat limited, honestly, you know, um, 
I've never really found gay men to be any any differently any differently attributed wherever you are, with the exception of when you're out on a, out on a night having some drinks and partying, and and there does seem to be a little bit more. I think it's just a little bit more interactive when you're involved in the like on a dance floor or anything like that. It's it's a lot less um, it's a lot less artificially constructed. You know, there's a lot less well. let's dance with a woman you know like it's just people dancing and then uh, there's not really any real issue with some interaction as well on the dance floor whether it be just grabbing somebody and twirling them or something like that it seems to be a lot less concerned about what the what the you know the concern again if you add a woman into this fold is that there's there's the perception that you might offend just because of some sort of traditional sensibility or something like that. So I think there's a lot less of that. It would be my only thing. But in general, I would say no. I think, I think from what I've experienced, whether it be lesbian or, or gay relationships, I've never, never really experienced too much in the way of difference. So, Nate, I asked this question on Instagram as well, and I said, do you, again, do you think gay men are more sexually open, more sexually adventurous? And the majority said yes as well so i thought again pretty interesting responses now thinking about your interactions on grinder right because we were sat there at the bar the other day Mm. in phuket and you're looking at grinder and within five seconds i think somebody didn't even say hello to you they said pics question mark Mm. next message somebody sent you was like about the anal fisting which was their their I think yeah, even so their lead-in. We've both been asked about anal fisting. We this have, is yes. something you have in common. Ah, Kate's yes. also been well, a met second buddies. <laughs> second line in second line in in Kate's message. Uh, one of Kate's message streams was, uh, <laughs> "I'd really want to anal fist your wife." She, he thought he was talking to me, but he wasn't. So, I mean, but your experience though, because you've been in monogamous uh, relationships with women, and now that you've opened so up, that's your... a good question. Just stepping back there, have you ever been in a monogamous relationship with a woman? Long-term monogamous relationship? Yes. Okay, just, yeah, I'm just, yeah. just checking. Yes, Yeah, okay, okay. Yeah, horrendous time. Yep. <laughs> and so the thing... <laughs> Hated every fucking second of Why would you make me think about that? <laughs> Thinking about, though, your interactions now, though, I mean, looking at dating back then, dating, dating now, opening relationship up, do you think there's a vast difference between the way that men and women interact and date? No, I and think we've just got better platforms and better access to it because I'm pretty sure that you could get that in straight society or heterosexual society as well. I'm sure there are people and even people, men that identify as straight that want that from a woman. So I just feel that it's probably seen more in the gay because we have these really great apps and stuff that make it easy. You know, because, you know, I've met my life partner on Grindr. I've also could right now get on there and probably walk three metres and fist someone. (laughs) (laughs) It's, it's, I just think it's because they're, they're able to, and they're not going to get, what's the word? Shamed. Shamed for it. That's, that's what he wants. That's fine. I just wrote back and you seen, we just wrote back, no, thank you. It's not, I don't want to come around and fist you. Yeah. And I don't really care. If that's what he likes, that's. His his business, and if he and I bet you any money, and I really hope that he got what he wanted by the end of the day, didn't have to search too long. That's what I think. Well, whatever, you know, as long as it's consenting and whatever, go go for girl. Daryl, you look like you have a question. No, not at all. I just uh, I just I, I wish we'd had already elevated ourselves to the position in the world of well, you know male female marriages that were, that we were at the same point because even now we do have access to similar. Well, okay, let's no, but, see, let's I look at Tinder at versus Grinder. Yeah, yeah, Tinder versus Grinder. So Tinder's Tinder's similar, but the problem with Tinder now is that it's become it's become a relationship yes. generation yeah. platform, yeah. not a. It used to be not originally a sex platform. about about getting laid, no, right? right? Originally, I'm only recently new to Tinder. Well, I've I've I had not used it until a year ago, maybe. I think we started. Well, maybe talking. a couple of years ago. We were trying. It was when we were here in Singapore. I remember because we we thought, well, maybe we could find some people on Tinder who were into our lifestyle yeah. as well. Um, we didn't. But we, you've been shamed on Tinder Tinder a few times actually. Yeah. yeah I've from been told from that. women saying that you know his lifestyle and what he's doing to me as his wife is not ex- acceptable, even though we are and I'm like, consensually well, but, non-monogamous. But what if they? But what if what if she wants me to do this? You know, like does that mean that I'm like not giving her anyway? whole different story but uh tinder has now become a platform 
if if you were to look through it, it's all about well, I'm looking, you know, not looking for one night stand, not looking for one night stand, not looking for one night stand. It's like, well, this is not the right platform. <laughs> go go over to go over to something else. I mean, this is okay, Cupid, plenty of fish, whatever. Yeah, this is a dedicated platform. About well, it was a dedicated platform to get laid. How you doing over there, big fella? Yeah, I'm doing good. You all right? Yeah. You're looking a little queasy. I am. Is that you not vomiting? No, that's me. Yeah. Burping. Well, like, yeah, trying to, yeah. Do you want an acid? No, I've taken some. Maybe I you need to, like, you know, yeah, eat some more. <laughs> <laughs> Don't worry, we'll cut that bit out. We've, we've, spo- we've spoiled... No, just put it in and just be like, yeah. So we've spoiled just... you on, on your uh, Asia trip. Do you want me to... Do hey, me hey to Daryl. Run down a bit more? No, no, the aircon's good. Okay. Daryl, we, we, we broke Nate. We broke Nate. Well done. <laughs> <laughs> no, you know what's even more interesting about that? We broke Nate only on booze. Yeah. Just on booze. Yeah. Yeah. Imagine. Imagine what we could do in a fucking filthy country. <laughs> He'd be on the ground twitching. Yeah, I, like wouldn't, I, wouldn't, from the no, look, I wouldn't stop. I think I'd just keep going until I died. It would be easier. <laughs> Awesome. I'm actually starting to feel a bit better now. I'm having another drink. I'm so now that it's sinking in. The DTs have stopped. I'm good. <laughs> oh, look at that! I get, they're not shaking anymore. No, I'm not shaking anymore. <laughs> <laughs> I just had to check because I I'm not sure you're vomiting live on fucking. No, podcast. I'm like. Yeah, the antacid, yeah, it's just not working as well as it should. Well, you have to, I mean, you got to... And I don't want to burp an, into this flunking thing. Antacids make you burp anyway, so... Oh, okay, right. Yeah. Okay, well, I, I have a question. Like, in you you and Jay now in, are engaging in some play, obviously, um, so non-monogamous, yep. and you do that together and separate. You had a hall pass. No, yeah, so... You had a hall I've pass got, this I've trip. Like, hall t- pass, yeah. tell, tell us about that. Like, tell us about the fact that... You were monogamous for five years. You then have started to enter into a non-monogamous, uh, you know, situation. And then you're saying, you know, it's flipped a little bit. You're probably a little bit more into it right now than Jay is. And then now you've had a hall pass. Like, how does that feel? What's it like for both of you? Well, my hall pass, I didn't really get a hall pass. But I got, I got a hall pass, but I didn't I haven't fulfilled the hall pass. You didn't uh, punch any holes in the hall pass card. Yeah, I haven't punched any holes <laughs> in the hall pass card, yeah. Um, I'm so confused. Really, what, yes. what, what does your hall pass card include? Well, fucking. Oh, okay. Sorry. Yeah. See, this is uh, so. This is interesting, right? Because uh, Kate. So Kate has a different different level for oh, um, different level. sex. So no, sex for so, her. No, but see, sex so, for Kate would be kissing another person. That would oh, it, that okay. would be part a part of a sexual oh. act. That's the reason I'm uh, just clarifying for the fans out there. No, of, so of which they're all. My Kates. hall pass come with conditions. Uh, right. The whole, the condition is because Jay likes to watch. So if I did get someone that I, you know, I, it's not like I didn't fucking try, but <laughs> if I was fucking someone, the condition was, or doing whatnot, I had to get a bit of a video and I had to send back to him and he kept sending me messages about where the fuck is my where's video, the fucking video, like what the fuck are you doing? Come on. Just and go I'm and like, find him. I'm dude. like, I'm trying. I really, really am Just trying. go and find him and fuck him and send me the video. That's yeah, what basically. he was looking for, yeah. So he, and he goes, I'm Sounds really, really, my... really, really excited to see this video. And I'm like, okay, look, I'm, I'm, I'm trying, okay. <laughs> I'm really cut him sorry. In, cut him in some slack. Yeah, it's the first time you've been slack. overseas in what, like 10 years or something? Yeah. So, no, um, we, went, we went to another Asian country together uh, four or five years ago. Oh, did you? Okay. Yeah, we went to Bali. Oh, that's right, yeah. Yeah, yeah went to Bali, Indonesia. Yeah. Cool. So, what was your next lineup question there? Oh, so, so how is it different? Like, yeah, like, how is it different for oh. you now, like, thinking back on, on, you know, your emotional change between not wanting, or not, probably not, not wanting it, but just not being interested in it, or... We used to get drunk and speak about it together for ages before it sort of happened. Um, I think it's, so... When we said, oh, yeah, we're going to do it, we're going to do it. And then we thought about just paying someone like to come in because then we know there's no emotional, mm-hmm. there's no this, no that. So Jay needs a bit of like an emotional attachment. So we can't sort of just get, you know, fisting guy, you know, hi, how are you? Yeah. Let's fisty, fisty buckaroo, yeah. yeah. So when we do do it, we've really got to, you know, if we get them over or we meet them first and we have like a bit of a three-way chat and then we chat for ages or we'll have a few drinks together for a few hours and then it's only then... Will Jay sort of be be able to do it? Feel more comfortable about it. Yeah, because there's been times where there has been one time where it was like, oh yeah, we're the last people standing, let's go. No, it didn't work, right? Because I don't think there was any kind of emotional attachment there for Jay. So then 
he was swinging in the bedroom. Yeah. Doing nothing. So that's the condition there where I, the, you know, the aircon could breathe my way. And, so well, I already, it already has. I heard it hit the underside of the table and before. Yeah, <laughs> Gunk. Uh, <laughs> so there's no, I don't need that emotional attachment. So whatnot. But, but through that relationship, it's, our communication is so much better. I was about to ask you that. So do you think that it has positively, negatively impacted you? It's Neutral, really, doesn't really, matter. It's really, really positively affected our relationship because we are so much more open about other things, um, not just our desire and with sex and sex with other people and stuff like that. We can just really talk to each other so much more because there's just no, there's no hiding anything in a way you know because it's sort of like well now that cat's out of the bag what what else is there you know well that's sort of the way I see and feel that and I feel like our relationship is so much better because we can talk to each other where before we just didn't have that level of communication you had a bit of a level of fear I guess if you know somebody might think that ugly ugly thoughts I guess it's like coming out to my girlfriend in in Brisbane they might think that you know something's bad the immediate thought for a lot of um, a lot of people when when you tell them about our lifestyle is that there's something broken in your relationship and that's what's driving it, which is actually most of the time the exact opposite. Hmm. You actually get to a level of comfort and trust where you know that there's that that's not the thing that's keeping you together. Yeah, no. See, me and Jay, we had awesome sex even before we opened it up. We had an awesome relationship before. And I suppose it just comes down to them desire. And, yeah, he had the desire of wanting to witness me fucking someone. And yep. then, yeah, so we... Do you have any, yep. uh, do you have any questions for Nate, Daryl, before we get onto the strippers story? No, I, I just want to really hear the strippers story because he, well, he, I feel like he no, might have oversold it now. It really wasn't that. It's not that. Because he was, he thought it was fucking hilarious, and now he's, a, now he's pulling back on yeah, it, yeah. saying, "Oh, it's well, not I'm sort of now concerned that you know it might not be read the right way. It could be, it might not be understood the right way." <laughs> so what do you got? Come on. Okay, so it was my brother's thirtieth. We're down on the Gold Coast, right? So he's there with his girlfriend. So I don't think they've quite opened it up, but they go to the strippers together a lot because I think she. So she's really, really adventurous. My younger brother is so straight down the line. That actually happens a lot with couples that they'll they'll tend to also go to strip clubs and stuff to explore and see how they feel. It's a good it's a good way to have a low pressure environment where you're just kind of seeing what you feel. I think. Do they actually know about? I mean, do they know about swinging? I don't know. I don't know. Yeah. I actually, I did sort of tell them that it's it's a good thing when in my drunken state at the strippers. <laughs> Probably while the stripper was, you know, had their vagina in my face because, you know, I was like, oh, yeah, no, you should do this. This is good. Like, you know. <laughs> anyway, so it was a very, very, very strange experience. Anyway, so we went to one strip joint on the Gold Coast. Um, my brother, his girlfriend walk in. I sort of walk in too. And, you know, I lost a bit of weight. I've got all new clothes. Here I am. I'm thinking I'm looking good, you know, and I had a bit of st- as well. <laughs> and then I was like, you know, you know, because, you know, I'm medical now, so I titrate my drugs so I can keep on my little happy level because this whole skyrocketing and plummeting thing is not good for anybody. So if then He says in his hungover state. Yeah, in my <laughs> See, alcohol, it's not... Yeah, alcohol's a problem. But anyway, if you take recreational drugs, learn about titration, right? It's really good. You just get up there and you stay there and it's really good. Anyway, so off that. Walked into the club in a very, very good state. You know, went and sat down, don't know. Anyway, this uh, stripper girl comes over and starts chatting me. And their thing is, what are you doing tonight? Well, I don't know, having a drink? Like, it's pretty obvious. I'm not, you know, not needing a Enjoying a strip yeah, club. enjoying a strip club. Like, what am I doing? Anyway, they ask you two or three times. And I was like, am I crazy or is she crazy? Anyway, what's going on? What are you doing tonight? So I said, oh, you know, we're out. It's my brother's 30th, doing whatever, having a few drinks. Anyway, she's like, can I sit down? Yep, no worries, can I sit down on your lap? Yep, she sits down on my lap. So she, I'll try and picture her. She's quite tall, blonde hair, typical Gold Coast, uh, thin with a, quite good abs and nice set of bottoms at this stage, mm-hmm. what I mm-hmm. thought um, were nice boots. Yes. And, Jesus uh, Christ, that really that word really rolls off your tongue. It's yeah, like you yeah. spat it at the microphone. Yeah. Oh, well, it gets, well, I'm going to tell you in a minute why I was like, oh, it's not working. 
So she's sitting there and she's like, oh, you're talking away to me and everything like that. And I talked to her. I said, oh, you know, how long have you been working here for? And then she goes, oh, three weeks. And I thought, oh, you know, that probably explains it. Anyway, I said, how long have you been a stripper for? And then she goes, oh, six years. And I said to her, I said, ah, you're not real good at your job, are you? Holy shit. Oh, really? <laughs> Holy shit. She fucking blew up off the chair, started screaming at me like, what do you mean? And I'm like, I'm gay. <laughs> I'm not, you, you've picked the wrong I'm not your target the, audience yeah, okay. you've picked the wrong team you know, in the club I thought you, yeah anyway <laughs> screaming at me like you know oh you could have told me that as soon as I sat down blah 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 and all this kind of stuff why I, like, I don't feel I have to yeah. fucking fill out my sexual resume when yeah, you every I time. In because I walked into a stripper I'm not allowed to be here anyway so I said, look, oh, look, calm down. I'll buy you a drink for your time. Like, it was, like, literally six minutes. Like, you know, a drink's $13. <laughs> I'll buy you a drink. Like, do whatever. Awesome. Anyway, so, no, oh, didn't no. want a drink. Storms off. Wow. Right? Cranky. So I said, we're going to have to go because she's really not cranky. I mean, she's not happy. She's quite cranky. No, she comes back. She tries again. Sorry for getting cranky. She apologised to you. Yeah, come back. Sorry for getting cranky. And I said, oh, look, I, I, you know, I didn't mean to. I just, you know, normal strippers are the first ones. As soon as you walk in there, they just go, you're gay. Gay guy. Gay. Yeah. Just, anyway, she goes, when, and this was before I was married, just before, and um, she goes, I thought there was something wrong with you. I thought there was something wrong. Wrong. And now you're sitting up. Like, now you're pissed yeah. off. <laughs> anyway, so I'm just like, right, no worries. And I said, how much is a show? Come on, it's been that long. It's been years since I've even seen one, looked at one, <laughs> done one like, you know, I thought, you know, this is, this is going to be... It's going to be a story. Gonna be, well, whatever. So I, I said, how much, right? Anyway, I said, what, what, you take him down. It's his birthday. I'll pay for him, him and my brother to go down and do it. Anyway, nah, let's, or the couple, you can get a couple one. And um, she's like, oh, for so much money, I can't remember now. Oh, I damn it, I was going to convert it. <laughs> I think it was uh, 200, 150. Uh, it was definitely over 100. And I don't think it was over 200, 100 and something. Okay, so about 99 US dollars. And how long is that for and what's it for? Like, oh, did she tell like you? 15 minutes. 15 minutes. So about 100 US for a 15-minute show. Yeah. So you know, I can see get, there's a whole lot of American people falling off their chairs right now. Yeah. Really? Oh, yeah. it's a lot of money. Oh, anyway. that is so. It is a lot of money. So it is a lot of money. Yeah. yeah, but I mean, yeah, it depends on where you are because the you surroundings. So in Queensland, you can touch. You, you can rub and touch and everything like yeah. that. Yeah, you can't touch inside the inside of thighs or line. the yeah bikini line. Yeah, yeah. So if you yeah. just went bikini, if they're wearing like a g-string bikini, you're not allowed to touch in there, and. She goes, I can take all three of you down. Like, she's obsessed with me or she had like some mission. She's like, I'm going to turn this man. <laughs> anyway, so she's walking with me, like, you know, arm in arm down the stairs to the thing and there's like this um, I don't know, matron that sits there that looks really cranky that signs in a book and points to where you have to sit down and then she's like, no, you can't take three, you can only take two. Anyway, she goes, no, he's really gay. He's fine. He's con- oh, oh, so right. now you've been discounted as well. So... I was like, okay, well, whatever. I said, oh, look, I'm not going to be interested. I'm just coming down to have a look and I'm going to leave. I'm yeah. probably going to be on Grinder while I'm sitting there. <laughs> anyway, so it went, my brother's girlfriend, me on that side and my brother on the other side. Anyway, so there, she starts doing her things and, you know, she's rubbing all up over them and doing all this kind of stuff. And then she's like, oh, you know, can I rub up what I do? Anyway, she takes off her top. Anyway, so she's like, you know, let me rub. And I was like, oh, this Terrible, terrible, you're terrible. Anyway, and then next minute, she sort of flips upside down and vagina right there. Got the JJ in the face. Not even any warning. I was like, tap, tap. I'm I'm out. Fucking out. (laughs) (laughs) Tap, tap, tap. tap. I just went, and then she's like, you know, trying to lay back on me, and I just went, boom, threw it on me. Brother on this. Everything. And I just went, I'm out to the angry lady looking at me and she just goes, yep, whatever. Walk out, going way out front, grab a cigarette, doing whatever. And I was like, no, nah, can't do this. Anyway, I was like, Matt, what do you want to do? Oh, let's go to another players or whatever it was in, in the Gold Coast. Let's go to another strip trial. I was like, oh, thank God, like, you know, why, why is this happening? You're like, I can't see another one, I'm done. I can't see another one, I'm done. But I thought, nah, stuff it, I'll drink alcohol, that's fine. Yep. I'm, I'm good for that. Anyway, go to the next one. As soon as I walk in there, whatever, walk at me. You're gay. <laughs> hey, bitch. 
you're you're on the money. You've got it. Don't. And then she goes, yeah, can sell it in my way. And then I was telling her about my last experience with the other one. She's like, what do you mean? How do they not tell? And I'm like, and she's like, you're the sexiest man in the club. Can't you like, you know, we can tell. When someone hot and whatever that looks after themselves walk in here, they're not straight. <laughs> awesome. Okay, so it's actually, what you're talking about, it's actually called um, breast implant rippling. Oh, yeah, okay. Bro. Okay, yeah, so rippling. And it's sometimes it's usually very uh, visible in very thin women or women leaning forward and it's caused by poor tissue coverage of the implant so what you said daryl uh scar capsule too loose um, oh, underfilled or overfilled this. saline breast implants around implants uh, etc many well, many well, yeah, back it up babe back let's it up say, we're, not, we're not we're done now with dr marco okay, right. dr marco thanks buddy yeah let's just say it's been a long time since i've seen a vagina and a set of tits and it's going to be a fucking lot longer <laughs> before i see it again <laughs> So that's interesting, though, because... When I was actually really quite interested <laughs> sort of there at the start. Like, you know, I didn't want to sort of waste her time too much because I really wasn't, you know, going to pay. But then she'd come back, she didn't give up, she kept going, and... Uh, and she got her 60... Oh, sorry, 100... Yeah, she... 100 US. Bucks I, think it, I think it was definitely 150, and it was 15 minutes because it's a couple one. I think it's like three songs or something. It's normally yes, what it's that, not, yeah. It's not long. It's yeah. not long. Yeah, so... Um, that's hilarious. But well, yeah, I'm I had curious. to tap out and I walked out. Anyway, you tapped out. I did. Anyway, I was like, and I sort of like, because she's only little, I just lifted her up and just put her on. And I was like, yeah, bitch, I can't do it anymore. <laughs> as soon as she flipped over and I seen it, it was like I, I can still close my eyes, I can still picture it. <laughs> and I'm sort of thinking, like, I used to like women. What is it? And it's just, yeah, it is changed. And I looked at it now and I was like, I thought oh. you still. Did like women though sometimes or somewhat no because I, no, no. I know I find, you, you... I find women attractive with clothes on standing there like okay. I can see and I'm just like yeah and there is times that I go yeah sex with a woman is so much easier you know like sometimes I'll be really really in the mood and then Jay's like can't do it because of and yep. I'm just like yeah or you run out of stuff and you're just like. Anal lube, no. <laughs> it's just like, <laughs> run out of uh, swinging down under yeah, anal swing, lube. Yeah, uh, comes in a anal lube. comes in a thirty in a thirty mil pump bottle. Easy to use. <laughs> uh, yeah, so it's like, oh fuck, sex with a woman's so much easier. That's about the only thing I miss. Yeah, okay, yeah, but it's just yeah, a strippers club story. There you go. Yeah, oh, absolutely. So we haven't been to a strip club together in. Yonkers forever. Yeah. Or you just need to take out a mortgage on your house. <laughs> yeah, just head in there for the you know ninety dollar drinks. Hold know, on, that's street. not true. We were in a strip club in Dallas together. Were we? Yeah, the Rick's Cabaret place with average swingers. Oh yeah, but it was. You mean for an actual show with a stripper? We in weren't. It. Yeah, we were there as a group of swingers in a strip club. Yeah, yeah true that's story. That's not exactly what I was referring. No. Well, look, I mean, it is expensive, right? It, it drinks are, drinks are expensive in strip clubs generally. Yes, they are in Australia. They are. Yeah. And also, my concern is typically I'm I'm much more of a person who enjoys the touching rather than the looking. We have so, to go to Queensland. Sorry, Queensland. Yeah, that's Queensland. I oh, know, but I've, I've, I've never been big on strip clubs, actually. I think you've, you've I think never been you've big. You've taken me to more strip clubs than I've been of my own accord. Oh, the only time I've ever been to strip clubs is when somebody else is going and I'm with them, honestly. I think it's, it's really rare. I, I've never gone to a strip club by myself or been the person who instigates going oh, to a strip club. I have been there. So I went with... So the time before that, I went to a strip club. Um, so my straight mate from Mackay come down to Brisbane yep. and we thought we'll take him out and then I was with a very very flamboyant gay friend as well <laughs> right and he's like hey doll like you know I can't even really do it but anyway no you really, can't really 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 flamboyant yep. and very uh, how do you what's the word people like gravitate gravitate towards him yeah only short high energy just crazy went to strip joint and whatever just the strippers loved him so much so there we were, there's my straight mate going, oh my fucking God, look at all these women. And then we're just dancing dirty with the strippers because he was just got that personality that he could yep. just attract them and they just wanted to be with him because they were having such a great night. So then that was a completely different strip joint experience. <laughs> yeah. No. And there's all these other guys in the club going, what, what the fuck's going on? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. We're willing to pay over here. Hello. Yeah. And then, like, they're all gravitating to the really flamboyant, bouncy gay guy. Gay guy. <laughs> <laughs> he's like, 
Oh, darling, you're beautiful. And oh, I can't even. That's what's going I can't even. You did it. You you were pretty close yeah. there. You nearly made it to. Not too bad. I can't do it. But yeah. anyway, he's he's amazing. He's getting married at the end of the year. Oh, really? Yes. Oh, oh congratulations to him. Yeah. All right. Shall we, should we wrap up episode 102? Well, maybe we should ask uh, Nate whether he's got any questions that he might want to ask you. Because then he might be on the spot and then he'll get really stressed about it. That's all right. We but can always... What I'm doing is I'm, I'm filling airtime right now so he can think he can if think he has a question it. for us and then I can just ask him the, if he has a question for us and then he can be all prepared with his question <laughs> for no, us. I feel, like I, I feel like I know a lot. I suppose the question is... is um, you got nothing. I was about to say, I'm just answering my own questions in my head as I'm asking. <laughs> <laughs> I already know the answer to that one. I already know the answer to that one. So, no, um, no questions. I'd like to say thanks for having me. Thanks no. for the problem. Thanks for the. Uh, hey, thanks for making the trip to Asia. And yeah. I'm, I'm glad that we broke you in Phuket. That's also yeah, good news. Broke me in Phuket. Thanks for that. That was fun. I, I think there's some memories there that will never ever be forgotten. About our. Where, oh, where did we live again, Kate? Do you remember where we lived? Oh, we lived in Gu- Gumdrop Way in no, South no, no, no. Africa, Coconut, according... Coconut Lane. Coconut Lane. Gumtree. Was it Gumtree? Africa. Africa. Yeah, so... What, you what know, the fuck is well, that, we actually? Missed, we missed our flight, so we had to get... Well, no, car. you chose to stay. Well... That was a decision that you made, sweetie. Okay. <laughs> I decided not to get on the fucking plane because I was having so much... He did the usual thing in Asia where people come and then just, you know, don't go home. Yeah, mm. I'm going to be them old people at the end of the beach with the crocodile skins. <laughs> I came for a week. I stayed for yeah. Uh, yeah, so we had to we had to sign uh, sign another form, and that was the address that we decided to put down in the form because we thought it was hilarious. At the so, time, it was very hilarious. Yeah, the time was fantastic. Yeah. Uh, yeah, no, thanks for coming all the way to Asia. It's been nice having you, and you're flying in a couple of hours. Yes, and then yeah, tomorrow is big gay day in Brisbane, so I literally land off the plane, go home. What's the big gay day? So the big gay day is like the Mardi Gras, Sydney Mardi Gras after party in Brisbane. It's oh, the, so it's on the street okay. where the Wickham is, and yeah. they close the street. Now, I just asked Nate. The Wickham being a uh, uh, well, LGBTQI yeah, uh, bar, in, bar in, in Brisbane. Brisbane yeah. yeah, so Nate was saying they close the street and they do a bit of a after party. Nice. Yeah, so they have like a lineup of DJs and bands like LGBT bands. There's lots of, lots of letters on it. Yeah, I know. I, I don't even know them. I just keep Well, you only need to be. Just the G. You only need to know the first three. They're the only just, ones. Just the community. The community. Yeah. Um, uh, yeah. Just the, yes. the yeah. community. I don't care. Everyone, straights can be involved. Why don't we have a nest there too? Yeah. It's just the community because, you know, they can, any, you know. Yeah, just because you're straight doesn't mean you might not be wanting to celebrate a, a, a gay event. I mean. Okay, if anyone knows, the gays know how to party. <laughs> party without getting into a fight or anything like that come and party with us <laughs> yeah the thing is you're going to wake up the next day and for the next few weeks you're just going to be putting glitter out of everything you own yeah that is the the glitter the glitter thing is a thing that's a yeah oh, i think we need to really stop that's about the only thing we really need to stop because it's bad for the oceans it's bad for everybody involved it's just well there's biodegradable glitter now though oh, the thank God. Well, yeah yeah no there is there's biodegradable it's biodegradable glitter only there's some i, I read just recently that there's a, a guy there's a guy in indonesia who's who's developed a way to make glitter out of um seaweed well good and it and it's biodegradable yeah, so you no. can wear the se- and if the only downside to it is if you get wet it washes off well that's all right yeah i don't think that's really a problem because if you're getting wet i mean i really want to go to this event but i really don't want to look at glitter for the next three months it's like <laughs> fling it out at everything i own glitter is one of those things as well it just ends up everywhere it does absolutely fucking everywhere glitter. Yeah. Yep, Go biodegradable on. glitter is actually a thing. It is a unique type of glitter that's special, that is a plant-derived, regenerated eucalyptus cellulose. 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 Yeah. There you go. Look at you Googling so yeah. fast. So I'm going to be like pro Could you um? Could you Google while you're there, just Google really quickly for me, how to stop your dog from farting? <laughs> yeah, she's a bit She's a bit rank. She's, she's a bit on the snout. To yeah. All right. Well, right. thank you for coming. No it's been worries, great. So for everybody thank out there... For the, thank you for chatting as well. Yes. It's very nice to chat yeah. on the podcast, other than the you know numerous hours of chatting That's we've right. had up until I'm now. I'm really loving this very thing touching my face. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it's, actually, it's taking me back. No, no, no. no. <laughs> <laughs> I just don't want to look at it because it's going to get wrapped around my tongue ring and I'll be stuck here for days. <laughs> <laughs> We should have hung a dildo out of the middle of it. Please stop fucking around with my dead cat. Yeah, okay, look, stop it. it uh, oh, it's a bit, it does too, isn't it? <laughs> <laughs>
Okay. As I'm here, maybe. It's time to close out episode 102 when Nate's licking the microphone. Um, time for another drink. Time for a chat. Thank you for coming. And thank you, everybody else out there for listening. Everyone, thanks for listening. As I said, please don't send hate mail. <laughs> I'm really a nice guy. <laughs> <laughs> I, can, I can agree with that. Although, you know, a lot of people think I'm not a nice guy. So maybe I'm throwing you under. I might be throwing you I'll under the bus for that. off your day. <laughs> They're not that loud. No. <laughs> <laughs> I can't not end it there. That's good. <laughs> All right. Done. If you're looking for more ways to interact with Swinging Down Under, you can catch us on Twitter at Swing Down Under. You can also catch us on Instagram, Swinging Down Under, or head over to our website, swingingdownunder.com. We would absolutely love to hear from you, so if you would like to send us an email, jump online, do it at cnd at swingingdownunder.com. If you've got podcast topics, questions, you want to talk about your journey, you can also support the podcast through our website by clicking through on any of the affiliate links or alternatively through jumping over to patreon.com forward slash swingingdownunder and sponsoring the podcast. If you can't do any of those things but just want to make a feel-good day, leave us a five-star review. Cheers, everyone, and thank you again for supporting Swinging Down Under podcast.